This is Two Balls, One Basket with Jordan Alfasa. Welcome back with another episode of the Two Balls, One Basket podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and today he's back. The return of Steel Flex is among us. Steve, how the hell are you? Well, I'm not going to tell you how I am, Jordy. What I am going to say is this is Jefferson Skillflex, a.k.a. the Miami Milf Hunter, a.k.a. future business manager of the Julian Versace estate, a.k.a. El Jefe. Um, I'm doing pretty good, Jordan. I can't complain. Life's been, life has been fair to me, to a, to a young man. I miss you, pal. I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, I know. I know. Guy moves to uh, Orlando and forgets about his roots. Orlando has my heart. You just put it on record. This is the UCF podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, no. UCF is in Orlando. Just wanted to put to point that one out there. Um, but yeah, I miss you too, Jordy. Uh, I got a birthday coming up. Oh, damn. Maybe we link. Maybe we link for a birthday celebration. God damn it! I hate going to Orlando. I don't hate going to Orlando. I hate driving to well, Orlando. That's fucked up, dude. Being that you run the number one UCF podcast in the whole fucking nation. Well, that's kind of not really true at all, but okay. All right. What do we got on the docket for today, Jordy boy? Talk to me and talk to me nicely. Steve, what is the one thing in the world that I love? I would say number one is going to be low tone. Okay. That's a good one. Number two is going to be the Miami Heat. Okay. That could be argued. But today, the Heat play the Raptors. And guess who's back? It is fucking Bam Day. Bam Adebayo is finally back. And I am so happy. I cannot wait to watch this game. I know Ant is counting down the minutes until I come over to edit this podcast and watch some basketball. This. Let me ask you a question, Jordy. I know Clay Thompson was out for quite a while, but why is there a Clay Day and why is there not a Bam Day? Around, I'm not. I'm not talking between us. I'm talking around the whole NBA, the NBA media conglomerate. Because the media doesn't want the Heat to succeed. Clearly, I, honestly, I feel that way. It's kind of bullshit. I get it to an extent. You know, Clay was out for a while, but Bam's better looking, and he plays for the better team. I agree with all of those statements. And you know what? Let me let me let me say this. The Warriors are having an insane season. They didn't uh, to be totally honest, it's up for debate whether they even need Clay. Now the Heat without Bam, they've been balling balling. Yeah, that, that's it's crazy. Everybody thought it's, once Bam got hurt that the Heat were gonna fall to like ninth place, tenth place. Everybody's saying just stay out of the play in tournament and I think last week they got to second place, half a game out of first place. So some people could say that it's more hype with Clay coming back because he's been out for so long and he's like a top 15 player or whatever. Actually, Brady, my roommate Brady said that and I debated him on it. Well, he but whatever. I'm talking about he's a Magic fan. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the Magic's record? Yeah, they suck. Dude, I was looking at their losing streak the other day. <laughs> their losing streak is bananas. Yeah, that's why Ron- Ronnie's so butthurt about it. That's why he had the audacity to go on Twitter and put a hex on the heat. <laughs> I was like, did this kid really just do that? Wait, did you get 
have you gotten I know that he are one game out of first place in the East. Yeah. Um, but do you think they had the opportunity the other day to take first place? Do you think that the hex has anything to do with that? Let me know. No, because since the hex, they won four games. Yeah, but they can win the games, but I don't know. Don't make me think about that. Now place. I'm going to, do you want me I'm to hate Ronnie? Saying, no, I'm just saying, because if that's true, I'm going to hate him. He already placed the hex on it. And I don't know about you, but there's if Gandalf is any representation with people have people that have long hair have magical superpowers. The man's got the man's got long hair, so it's just something to think about, dude. Something a little bit of concern on my end here, if you ask me. Well, I'm all I'm saying is that if this hex has anything to do with the Heat's success the rest of the season, I'm going to buzz cut his head <laughs> because that's like that is a step way too far. Should go put on my Gandalf outfit right now and and remove the hex. As my favorite TV character of all time, Thad Castle says, "You don't mess with a man's rituals." I mean, Bam's coming back. It was a pretty quick. If you ask me, it was a pretty quick return. He speaking of Thad Castle, he could have been doing some horse tranquilizer. Dude, this has been the longest seven weeks of my life. Speak for yourself. <laughs> You I'm know what's sure making it even worse? So Duncan Robinson's game, I you never notice it, relies so much on Bam Adebayo. So this is Duncan's shooting splits at home and on the, on the road. Duncan is shooting 35% at home, which is like, okay, but not Duncan Robinson stuff because he normally shoots 45, 47, 49, and he's shooting 42% on the road. Now, I think with Bam coming back, you're going to get a lot more dribble handoffs because you have to respect it when Bam's got the ball because he can fake the dribble handoff and he can dish it out to the corner for P.J. Tucker to splash it in or Bam's going to dunk it on your head because that's just what Bam does. Struess overtook Robinson in the starting lineup, which, you know, I'm okay with because, Steve, what's the name of our group chat? Max Struess Fan Club. We're big Max Struess fans. Big Max Struess fans. I Here's... A- Max Struess, and you know I'm a fan of I'm a fan of college basketball. I like Max Struess because it shows that it doesn't matter where you went to school. The man's out here balling, and I think the Miami Heat are they set a precedent for everybody else. And it's that if you have the work ethic, you know a, a lot of it's God given ability. That's why LeBron James is considered one of the best of all time. You're not allowed to say that name in on some podcast. in some in some circles. But it just shows that if you have that work ethic that the Heat kind of push and the, the culture behind them, they can really turn it. They can turn anybody into something. I mean, look at Omer Yurtsevin. You, you see this guy, you're like, that's a stupid name. And then he ends up, I think he's 11 straight double-doubles. He had a career game the other night against Joel Embiid, the so-called best center in the league. Dude, if his rebounding, his rebounding column – is insanity. Yeah, that's somebody. Uh, that's a sleeper pick. Fantasy, fantasy basketball. If you're in the categories, sleeper pickup. Obviously, until ah, we'll bam back. Never mind. Don't pick him up. <laughs> but still, I, you think he? Do you think he's still gonna get uh, a good amount of minutes with Bam coming back? I don't know. You got everybody on Heat Twitter saying, 
you got to play Yurtsevin and Bam together. And like, why would you do that? Are you, you're not going to bench PJ Tucker. You can't start Bam and Yurtsevin together because neither of them can shoot threes. So that means you're going to have three players on the court at all times that can't shoot a three-pointer. Jimmy Butler shoots them. I love that guy to death, but he just can't make them. Bam probably could make him. He just never shoots them. And Yurtsevin, they probably dare him to shoot him. He's like one for six in his career. Granted, he's a rookie, but still. Here's another Here's another thing, Jordan. What about Kyle Guy? Yeah. Just he just got played two by, he just got it two-way, right? Yeah. I remember watching him in the tournament when he was at Virginia. I remember watching it with Bork. I'd be like, Bork, why does this nerd look like you? Dude. I'm expect when I was watching him in the tournament, I was like, this dude, this kid's a killer. And he, I don't even know. Did, did he even, did he even get drafted? Yeah. He got drafted by Sacramento, but that's a thing. That's another thing. It all depends on fit. He got drafted to a bad situation. So you never got to see his potential. But what, what round did he didn't get drafted in the first round, right? No, nah, he was a second round pick. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's it. It's insane. It's insanity to me. But same thing with the Struce. What we were just talking about with Struce. It's the same thing. If you have the culture and you, you know, like you just said with the fit, we're we're cranking out some damn studs. Yeah, and you know what? All of this is leading to my favorite fact of the day: the NBA released its power rankings, and the Heat are back in the top five which is awesome. They did all this. They're in the top five in the power rankings and Jimmy Butler's missed half the year and Bam Adebayo's missed half the year. We're literally getting carried by the guy that Steve called was going to, the heat we're going to draft. Put it on the, hold on. Let me refer back to the record real quick. Say it one more time for me. Steve on draft night said that the heat should do something bold here and draft Tyler Hero. It's on the record. It's Lock the it record. down in there. I'm. We'll talk about Tyler Tyler Hero later. We get, we got something on the docket for him. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, do I love me some Tyler Hero, the Whitnall White Boy, the the Whitnall White Boy. <laughs> he he just does something to it. He just does something to a Heat fan's heart. You know, give credit to Lowry too. It's not just the Whitnall white boy that's killing uh, that's killing the game. Um, a little veteran experience out there as well. But we'll, we're, we're going to get to this later. We're going to get to this later. I also want to put something on the record before we get into the next segment. Mike DeLeo, our best good pal. When Max Strews played in his first preseason game with us last year, Mike's like, who is this weirdo? Get him off the team. He sucks. And now Mike asked his mom for a Max Strews jersey for Christmas. It's funny how everything comes around. Mike, listen, Mike, a few times now has had to go on the record and apologize. I'm pretty sure he submitted an apology for the podcast. Oh, don't worry. He's going to come on a podcast with you and me, the three of us, and we're going to make him bow down and he's going to apologize to every player he's wronged. I think Mike just he uh, I'm going to give Mike some credit here. Mike just loves the heat so much that he wants to see the players succeed immediately. Yeah, they're either doing good or he hates them. 
yeah, there's no in between for Mike. He's he's either asking his mom for a jersey for Christmas, or he's texting in our group chat, get this guy off the roster, or he's sending them DMs on Instagram threatening their lives. <laughs> there's no in between for that man. I think now this is this is you're setting me up perfectly today. I love our chemistry. Uh, next is your segment. Do you want me to introduce it or would you like to just go crazy right now? You know, and I'll get into it. So Jordan and I were, we were, we were talking, we were brainstorming some ideas and it took us a little bit to come up with this next segment. And that's only because we had to, you know, this is a, this is a podcast that caters to the youth as well. I don't think a lot of people know that. Put that on the record. Number one youth podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's on the record. So we had to remove some things. We had to cut some ties. But we're going to get into the craziest things Jordan has said after a heat loss. Now, listen, I have an Italian background. I've, I've heard every curse word on the planet. I've been called more things and pulled by my sideburns more than anybody. But when I tell you this, this man, Jordan, has a potty mouth, <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy, you guys don't know what you have in store. So you want me, Jordan, how do you want to do this? You want me to give one and then you give your comment on, on why you say, on why you said that? Yeah, sure. We could do that. Okay. Number one off the rip. Who has bleach? I'm thirsty. Uh, Jordan, I don't know about you. I don't know if you had coronavirus and you were listening to Donald Trump on dr- drinking bleach. But well, in my defense, little... I was thirsty and I was at Ant's house and I said, the heat make me want to drink bleach. So the first thing Ant does is he runs into his laundry room and he hides the three bottles of bleach. And I said, what the hell? So I immediately come home and I say, mom, do we have bleach? And she goes, yeah, for what? And I said, I'm going to drink it to end my suffering. I think we should point out there, guys, that uh, there's such thing as mental health issues. Yeah. And Jordan's got, when it comes to the Miami Heat, Jordan's got every single one of them. I, I need a, a heat therapist. That's, and I'm not saying anything, but it could be Ronnie's long hair. I'm scared for your health because if that long hair means anything, who knows where you'll be at the end of the season. Prison or six feet under, one of those two. (laughs) All right, let's go number two. Quick, shove a fork in my eye and end my suffering. So let me, I want to ask you this one, Jordan. Why the fork? That seems a little bit pain. There's easier ways to go out. Do you want to suffer more? Well, at the time when I said this, Anthony and I were eating Chick-fil-A mac and cheese and I had finished mine, but Ant didn't. And he had a fork in his hand. So I looked at him immediately and I said, shove that in my eye. Oh, now that one, I didn't necessarily hundred percent mean, but I could have, I could have really meant it. This was last year when the heat were really screwing with my mental health. What's crazy about that is you were eating such a delicious meal. And he ruined it. He just ruined a fantastic meal. That's insanity to me. That's insanity to me. Now I like the heat, but you give me some Maggiano's fried zucchini with a little of that white sauce on the side. There's nothing really that can phase me in that moment. 
Not a, not a damn thing. All right. Number three. Someone tie rocks to my ankles and throw me off the pier. I think I think we should give a shout out to you've been spending a lot of time with our paisan with our paisanos, Julian Versace and Dante. That's a little mafia esque, don't you think? Yeah, and if I needed that to happen, those would be the two guys I text first. That that makes a lot of sense. This now Julian God. probably wouldn't do it, but Dante would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would like to think, think Dante would do it. I think after Dante's hot takes, um, listening to Dante's hot takes, I would like someone to tie rocks to my ankles and throw me off the pier. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> um, number four, this is God's way of punishing me for being an outstanding person. That one just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. What are you talking about? I'm a great guy. Yeah, But why would he punish you? He's punishing me by making the heat lose. Now, listen, I'm, I'm, everyone knows, put it on the record, this is a Jewish podcast. I'm 50% Jewish. I don't think that's how being, Jew, I don't think that's how being Jewish works, but you're 100% Jewish. So maybe the other, you have insight on the other 50% that I don't know. Maybe that's included in there, but I don't, I don't think that's how that works, but I see it what is. you were getting. It is. Moses hates me. All right. Number five. I swear if they don't get their shit together, I'm going to light myself on fire to prove a point. Now, honestly, I don't think I see what you were going for here, Jordan. I do. But I think if anything, given that the name of the team, it's the Miami Heat, I think they would rally around that. Yeah. Why do you think? I want to prove a point. And yeah. I'm going to light myself on fire. I'm going to be mad heat. I think that will I think that would get them to rally around you. First of all, you'd be the most dedicated fan on the face of the earth. You, you would be more dedicated. Have you ever seen the video of Suicide Jerry Jordan? No. But that guy this, doesn't got shit on me. I can tell you that much. This We have Ant put in a soundbite of Suicide Jerry where he's saying it's he's a massive Steelers fan. And after the, the Steelers lost one time, he's screaming at – he lives at home with his mom. He's screaming at his mom – and he's screaming, you're going to find me dead. I'm going to be hanging from the bathroom. Oh, and God. then he says, don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. You would be more dedicated than Jersey Jerry in that moment. Now, something I also want to reiterate, we can't necessarily try to make sense of these things that I say because I'm the type of person that when something bad happens, I don't really think before I speak. The first thing that comes to my head after a heat loss, I just say out loud and hope that everything goes well, which probably isn't a good way to go on. But I'm me. I'm not going to change. Deal with it. This is nothing. That's you. You're Jersey Jerry. Now I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a South Florida nickname for you. You can't be Jersey Jerry. Hothead Judy. Hi. Okay, we can go. I, I put a. We'll come back to it. I'll. I'll think of one. Now, I also want to say to all my listeners: Is it bad that all of my happiness is dependent upon a basketball team? Yes, it's very bad. But, like my best good pal, editor Tone says, my Miami Heat fandom is borderline psychotic, but definitely unhealthy. At a minimum, I happily disagree. 
give me some uh, how do you how do you disagree with that i i agree and i disagree i mean i think what i'm doing is perfectly normal i just like the heat a lot i wouldn't necessarily given everything that we just said i wouldn't necessarily say that it's normal but then again you're talking to a guy that refers to himself as the miami milf hunter um or the mongolian moose knuckle so i don't know dude you need to take it with the you need to take it with a grain of salt i'll tell you this not a lot of people are passionate about things the way you're passionate about Miami Heat basketball. So I think you put it on, you can go ahead and put it on the record that it's a good thing. Steve, one of my biggest fears is, you know, going on a few dates, finally finding a girlfriend. And then I have to like on the sixth date, I have to let her know that I'm psychotic when she watches me watch a heat game. And then my biggest fear is she's just going to like leave. She's going to be like, Oh my God, what have I done? I think you. I think a way around that is on your first date. You it has to be. It has to be like you. You're watching the Heat game because then she knows if she wants to go out again, she knows what she's in store for. If she sticks around, if she sticks around, then you know she's. You know she's a real one. She's white. At that point, she's wifey material. If she sticks around, she's wifey material. That's exactly what I'm saying. So you get it away early. Now listen, Jordan. I don't know about you, but Steel Flex is a ladies is a ladies man. Okay, Steel Flex Jordan. is a simp. Steel Flex Steel Flex is going through a simp phase right now. But that's besides the fact. First date, you have them watch a heat game. If they stick around, it's like a trial period for you. It's a Jordy it's a Jordy trial period. If they stick around after that, I think you're in the clear. Never thought I'd be getting dating advice from a guy named the Mongolian Moose Knuckle, but you could it, you could it could be coming from worse people. It could be coming from Matt Havis. It could be Matt Havis or or a man that goes by the name Gay J. Uh poor Albert. Simp gang stand up. No, you're a sim game. Don't you make fun of him. Nope. I'm, Don't you make fun of my, him. I'm calling my boys right now. I'm calling out my gang. Sim game. All right. <laughs> you want to get into some NBA All-Star voting? Because I got a couple of rants to go on, and I know you do. Absolutely. You actually, you actually had very similar notes to me when it came to the All-Star voting. Before, before we start. Go. You have one minute to give me a rant on why Tyler Hero should be an all-star. Tyler Hero, first of all, it's already on the record that I'm the biggest, that I'm one of the biggest Tyler Hero fans of the, the biggest Whitnall white boy fan in the world. This man, first of all, he shooting, he's got it. Dribbling, he's got it. Swag. Wait, who's who's going to show up to All-Star Weekend looking better than Tyler Hero? You let me know right now. I always talk about Jordan. You can look at the quantitatives. You can look at the numbers. But real success comes in looking at the qualitative. And that's, that's priority number one. No one's going to be looking better than Tyler Hero at All-Star Weekend. Tyler Hero is a fresh-ass white boy. That's a fact. And that's why he should be number one on the list. If you're going, if you're going by, I understand, you know, it's popularity contest, stuff like that, but fashion. 
the man's got it. He's got it all. He's got it. He's living, he's, he's living, he's living a steel flex life. Yeah. Okay. Fast, fast cars, beautiful women. The only thing wrong with Tyler Hero is he didn't go to UCF, but he's living a steel flex lifestyle, the, a fast lifestyle. He's number one in my book. All right. Your minute's up. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Um, here's, here's some things. I'm, I'm trying to see what, what I should say for you, Jordan, what I should say, because we had a lot of similar, similar points. Well, we, can't, um, we also can't forget that all the voting that we've been seeing, it's just for the starting fives. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, first of, all, Kyrie, first of all, Kyrie's ranking is insanity. And I, under, I understand it, but, like, you know, for the same reason that Damian Lillard is low on the list, you know, with injuries and stuff, Kyrie Irving, how many games has Kyrie Irving played? But see, that's the same thing with Clay Thompson. He's fourth in guards for the Western Conference, but he's missed two and a half seasons. Yeah. He's I, played three basketball games in 390 days. Yeah. I there's that, there's that for me, which, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a popularity contest. There's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is garbage. Okay, no, he's not. I I don't like, I'm not a Russell Westbrook fan. I was explaining this to Mike the other day. Russell Westbrook is the type of player that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he can't be on teams like this that are so stacked and not a knock on Westbrook. He's never going to win a championship because for Russ to succeed, he needs to be the best or tied to be the best player on the team. That's why he did so well in Oklahoma City because he was the best before Paul George got there. Paul George got there, and it was him and Paul George, and they both had MVP seasons. And then he goes to Houston, and you know they got Harden, who's a ball hog. And now he goes to the Wizards, and he, ha- he ended up doing really good with Beal. And now he's on the Lakers with Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, who's seventh in van voting, which is shit. He, he's not the type of player that is going to defer. And that's that's the that's the thing, dude. You you can't. No one can look at me and say Westbrook's having a Westbrook's having a good season. Oh, um, he's having his worst season ever. Yeah, but I think when fa- when fans vote, obviously Lakers have a massive fan base, so you know you have to factor that in. But you also can't vote for somebody because of how they've played. In my mind how it works is you can't vote for somebody because of how they played in previous seasons. Like there's no, you cannot tell me this year, Russell Westbrook is an all-star. Well, not that he's an all-star, but that he's sixth in voting in the West for, for guards right now. There's no way you can tell me that the fact he's ahead of Donovan Mitchell insanity. You want to know what's even worse? Let me hear it. LaMarcus Aldridge is number nine on the Eastern conference front court voting. Now, I'm not going to be a hypocrite because Bam Adebayo is seventh and he's missed half the season. So if I'm going to say the same thing about Clay and Kyrie, then, okay, Bam should not be on there. But LaMarcus Aldridge, really? Yeah. I, Jordan, get, get, go get into the one that's I – know, I know you know which one I'm talking about, and it's in the, it's in the Western Conference. I had this one written down, scribbled, and starred. 
because it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Who do you think it is? I don't even know. Is it Anthony Davis? No, 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 no. It's Carmelo Anthony. Oh, I already said that. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. It is absolute insanity to me. Now, is Carmelo having a good year? Yeah, of course. But he's a bench role player. Yeah, it's so it's the dumbest. It's the dumbest thing imaginable. I mean, I think it, to to what you said earlier with Anthony Davis. Yeah, I agree. Another thing. Do you think Andrew Wiggins should be above Paul George? Yes. You think that Andrew Wiggins is having a crazy good year. Paul George is also having a good year, but he's been hurt and he's likely going to miss the rest of the season. He, I think, well, Paul George is with Kawhi out is basically his whole team. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but now is, they're both out. He's, yeah. Which is another reason you don't check fantasy anymore, but whatever. I never check fantasy. It's whatever. Fantasies, fantasy was dead to me when, when COVID, when the Omarion virus got a grip on my whole team. Oh, now Omarion's going to sue my podcast. Thanks, Steve. This is an Omarion, Omarion podcast, though. Put it on the record. Yeah, we can put that one on the record. Please don't sue me. <laughs> I can't afford it. Yeah, I mean, it's to be totally honest with you, there's. I like to I'd like to put it I'd like to put it out there that I'm I'm happy to see people like Lamelo, um, players like Lamelo on there. I I really like Lamelo. He's he's fun to watch. Um, is he dumb as bricks? Absolutely, but he's a fun player to watch. So I'm happy to see Lamelo and then sticking with the Hornets, Miles Bridges as well, because he's he an exciting. It. Yeah, he's an exciting player. He's playing extremely well. I'm liking, uh, I'm I'm liking seeing those seeing those guys on there. Um, I can keep going with the. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I I, I should wrap it up with the rants because you, Jordy, you know me. I can go on all day. You know I can go on all day. Yeah. I. You know what I love to see though. What? The top of the. I'm not gonna say I love it because the Bulls are the Bulls aren't first right now in the East, but. Not after tonight. Given Demar, give Demar Derozan his flowers in being first he, in Eastern Conference guards. Ball and yeah, you got to give the man his flowers. It's totally deserved. Um, the I'm I I I'm really happy that he's first in Eastern Conference guards just because the man deserves it more than anybody else. Now you want to know the one, the one, the one, the one that. I'm going to say that a lot of people will have something to say about. And I I'm mean, this. this is this is my hot take for this episode. John Morant should be the starting point guard on the Western Conference team. And right now, I think John Morant's the best point guard in the NBA. I'm dude, John Morant. I was just having an argument. I was just having an argument with Bray. It was the same argument I mentioned earlier about Clay being a top 15 player. He said he would take Clay over John Morant if he was starting a team. I that said that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That boy, John ja, I love John Morant. It's and here's the thing about John Morant. John Morant has kind of been in the has kind of been in the shadows a little bit. And the only reason for that is because in his draft class, 
the entire talk of the town was Zion. Yeah. And now look and, at him. He's a 300 pound NBA player. How many yeah, of those have you ever heard of? Coming coming out of coming out of a school that John Morant came out of. What was it? Murray uh, Murray State. Yep. Good, amazing to see. Uh, amazing to see a guy like that. I mean, he was super talented. Uh, he's been super talented this whole time. Do I hate him in a prize picks lineup? <laughs> because from last season, boy, oh boy, do I. Do you know how much money John Morant has won me this season? I haven't played. I haven't played. I haven't played a prize picks with John Morant this season. John Morant has last- won me at least eight hundred and fifty dollars this year. I've had prize picks with John Morant over nine points, and the man has bent me over. The man has bent me over backwards, but I'm still giving him his flowers because he's having a hell of a season right now. Yeah. Well, now I take him over twenty six and a half, and he gets like forty. That is a. That is a. You know, I think John Morant is absolutely balling, but there's no way John Morant would, uh, there's no way John Morant at the position of point guard would start over Steph. I see. And that's Steph, what I'm saying. That's why it was a hot. Yeah, pace. Steph is just too big. Steph is just too big and too hyped of a player. That's why it was to, a hot take. Yeah. To have John Morant start on, uh, start over him. But you know what? If John, if they gave John Morant the starting job over Steph. I wouldn't be too upset about it. I'd be a little upset because Steph is Steph is uh, fun to watch, but for me, I think back to All Star games before Steph was in the league, where it was just it was alley oop central, and I think John Morant fills that role a lot better than Steph. I don't even if Steph if if Steph tries to dunk the ball, I'm scared for him every time. Unless someone's throwing him up in the air. If you have like Draymond sitting under the rim and he's giving him a little boost, John Morant's getting up there easily. That's that's what the All Star game is to me. Like, you know, or if Steph gets into like some sort of if it comes down, and he gets into some sort of shooting battle. Like he's on, he's getting hot, and then another player's getting hot on the other team, and they're going back and forth. Who who was it? who were the two players? It was like the it was the rookie versus sophomore game a few years ago. It was um, I think it was John Morant and John Collins. No, no, no. Before that, it was uh, I think it was Tim Hardaway Jr. and oh, and Dion Waiters and Dion Waiters. Miami that Heat was I like when that happens too. So. I don't know. It's either way. It's going to be exciting. You can't go wrong with Steph or John Morant, but that's well, like, I'm just going to say this, the Warriors with, I think the best team in the league right now, they're, they're yet to beat the Grizzlies. Just putting that out there. That's crazy. Grizzlies. The, the Grizzlies were on a pretty crazy win streak too. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you rebuild properly. You draft. Well, you get a good coaching staff. You sign who you need to sign. You trade for who you need to trade for. That's why the Lakers are never going to be. I don't think they're going to win a championship because all the Lakers did was sign big names, trade for big names, sign a big name coach. Have you ever heard of Taylor Jenkins? Never heard of Taylor exactly. Jenkins. And he's one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah. The Grizzlies over the last 10 games, nine and one Warriors over the last 10 games, four and six. Yeah. And I think two of those losses are against the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's I'm liking the Grizzlies here. I'm liking them. I don't like when they I don't like when they talk about the Grizzlies over the heat, but I'm still liking them. 
Heat and Grizzlies NBA Finals. Let's get it. That would be a sick series. That would be sick. We'd have to go to a game. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah, we'd have to drop a couple bands, but I'm with it. I'd have to come down. I'd have to leave UC, uh, my UCF territory and come down, but I would for that series. Absolutely. Oh, what a catastrophe. You come hang out I, with your friend over here. I, Jordan, Jordan, I'm trying to put as much UC. I'm trying to put as much UCF love into this podcast in case Ronnie listens to it in hopes that he removes this hex. Okay. And don't let me, let me give UCF some love in hopes that the hex is removed. Okay, so because you said that, I'm going to keep what I was going to say back, and we're going to end it here. Steve, appreciate you, my boy. Go uh, cheer for Ronnie at a soccer game. Thanks for having me on. Editor Tone, when you listen to this, I want you to know that I love you, and I love your son more than anything. And Julian Versace, I got some business. I got some business calls lined up for you. Hit my line. (laughs) All right, guys. Catch y'all next week. There's such thing as mental health issues. Yeah. And Jordan's got, when it comes to the Miami Heat, Jordan's got every single one of them.